we're good. <laughs> Everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is May 8th, 2023. Can I start the fucking show? Uh, usually not. <laughs> I said to you, if we yeah. hear music, we're good. We heard music. So exciting. It's fun. Band kicks go. in. They're right here. <laughs> got breaking news for you, Dave. Oh, I like breaking news. Got two bits of breaking news. Okay. First one, not sure if you saw it, KUSI got sold today. I just saw that right before... Uh, Probably been an hour ago. $35 million to the McKinnon family. You surprised by that number one way or the other? You know, I can't tell because the business is dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? The TV business is dying. Yeah. I, I mean, feel bad for a lot of people over there. A lot of people about to lose their jobs. Well, and that's, that's my prediction. They're they're being sold to a company called Nextstar, who currently owns Fox 5. And they own the rights to the CW. Great. Guess we're going to be seeing the gossip girl on KOSI. <laughs> Here they come. Well, the CW went to Channel yeah. 6, which is owned by Channel 8, and nobody watches that, Fuck right? no. But the weird thing is, yeah, you got to figure if they're owned by the same company that owns Fox 5, and Fox 5 does pretty solid job with the news and getting pretty good ratings. Yep. I like his Mike McKinnon's putting $35 million in his pocket. Well, I hope we uh, keep local news. Sure you do, Mike. Yeah, okay. Keep walking. So what Dave and I are going to do tonight is we put together a roster of 40 people. Gets a good job. At KUSI, we're going to make the determination right now, yay or nay. Starting off, we're going to go alphabetical order. Jason Ostell. Gone. Wow. They fired him the first time when he was at at Channel 6. They'd have no time for him. See you later, Jason. That's it. Goodbye. As uh, somebody pointed out tonight on Twitter, I feel bad for any woman working there making more than 40000 But yeah. that's been the case at KUSI for 25 years. There's only one person in my mind that will keep a job at QSI. Lauren Finney? Only one. Yeah. Dynamite, right? She's good. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. She'll she'll be there. I, I couldn't tell you anybody. I mean, I got no more people. Paul Rudy? Dude, I love Paul. And Paul's a Paul's good friend of the too. show. I think Paul's gone. Wow. Do you think Paul's set? Can you see Paul sitting in the desk with Kathleen Bade? I don't know that Paul would do that. I think, uh, but I think there's... A... Could he replace Troy Hirsch? Uh, would he at least bring Paul over for the PPR? PPR. Because that is a very successful show. It's a great show. Yeah. And, and you know what Paul should honestly do? They should get Paul off the desk. I think Jeff Zevely's a dope. I think he's an absolute dope on Channel 8. Not very popular yeah. in that building either. Is that right? Yeah. Like, you fucking scrawny little jerk. Embarrasses San Diego. I he's don't a like San Diego guy? Yeah. Damn. Reluctantly. I have no idea. But Rudy yeah. could do, and I think he'd be great if he did what Larry Himmel did in this town for 30 years. Just out and about. A um, little bit. Remember yeah. what Rod Luck did? Yeah. Yeah, that's compliment. What do you mean by that? Dude, nobody guy, wants to be compared to Rod Luck. No, but remember when Rod was out and about in town? Oh, let's yeah. use Himmel. Okay, let's. Okay, I even got a better comparison. How about CS? CS yeah, was an out. And I was going to say. Okay, yeah, another guy, but not Rod Luck. Can you see fucking Paul Rudy hit himself in the face with a hammer to keep his job? Is that what Rod did? Yes, that was the story. Oh boy. Contract's about to run out. Story. Oh, and then he, he got jumped. himself in the face. He got jumped. 
by himself. Man. That's the story when he was in Philadelphia, he hit himself in the face with a hammer. Well, what I feel bad for now is the Sully show because that show. Oh, fuck, man. I didn't even think about that. All they do is book rotating. Okay, let's go here. Jason Ostell, your call right now. I say he's gone. Logan Burns, I'll take this one. Gone. Dude, that fucking guy hasn't been on TV in over a month, yet every night the person doing the news goes filling in for Logan Burns. Well, what the fuck are you doing? I saw him on Instagram in Santa Monica, hanging out with Teresa Sardina. That's a good life. That is a good life. But filling in for the guy who's been gone for a fucking month. Uh, Allison Edmonds follows both of us on social media. All right. Dude, nothing about liking any of these people. I'll get along with all of them fine until this show. Lindsay <laughs> Lindsay Ficano. Who? Out. Nick James out. 100% later. Ed Linderman. God damn. And when's the last time they updated their website? Ed Linderman's still there? Dude, when's the last time they updated the TV desk? Ed. The set's ridiculous. He doesn't even get a watch. He just gets a box. Mark Mathis, that crazy kid. <laughs> Dude, he doesn't even want to be on TV anymore. He's barely on. Really? He's pursuing other avenues. I love Mark Mathis. He's, He's just funny. a fill-in guy when someone's on vacation now. But they've got they've got Chrissy Russo, Brad Willis. Yeah. Mark, Mark will find a spot. I'm going to say put Mark down. I don't think Mark cares about doing TV anymore. Honestly, I think he's pursuing other things. Casey McKinnon, part of the McKinnon Fuck family. Fuck her. She's out. Dude, she's uh, part of the problem. $35 million yep. cashed in. She cashed in. She Lauren fucked everyone. Finney. She works with the... Dude, Lauren Finney's great. Okay. Work at any of these stations. We're gonna we're gonna circle back to our our guy. I'm telling you, dude. I've said it before. Lauren Finney is Marilyn from the Munsters. Like too good for the room, and right. they don't realize what they have. I'm gonna save my my uh, Matt Pritchard. Do you know Matt Pritchard worked there? Come on, dude. I don't even know. Did he play for Kansas Might basketball? Have. Did he coach Kansas? Jesus. Uh, Paul, we said makes the cut. Dude, Paul could honestly do streaming or something. Yeah, Paul's great. Paul, Paul Paul's act works. Teresa Sardina. Dude, I love Teresa. Easy on the eyes. Let's make it. Uh, let's make it go. She likes us. Oh, that's nice. Yes, Hunter Sowards. I don't know her. I don't know her either. Brandon Stone. Brandon's a good dude. Out the door. Diane Tourzon. Don't even know who she is. Is she oh. a weather chick? One of these weather chicks cussed me out. Is she? Uh, what she look like? Hold on. Yeah, fuck her, dude. She's a Giants fan. When I was oh, remember right? I did that thing for the playoffs and yeah. Rudy asked me to come in with my Dodger shit. Yeah. Before I as soon as I walked in the door, she said fuck you to me. Oh wow, I like her. And I go, what? I go, you a Padre fan? She goes, I'm a Giants fan. Worse. Oh. And I was like, All right, nice to meet you. Four forty five in the morning, she says fuck you. Diane, I like it. You're sassy. You make the she cut. Is sassy. This is a tough one, Dave. Allie Wagner, our former intern. Allie will find a job. I Allie think. will find a job. Yeah. She's people great. everybody loves Allie. They should. She's yeah. great. I don't know who this is. Rafer Weigel. Never heard of him. Never heard. Rafer, you're up. <laughs> uh but here comes my guy. Yeah. The backbone of KUSI for twenty five years. Dan Plant. Dude, fuck Dan Plant. What do you mean? Dude, I can't stand Dan Plant. Dan Plant's one of the most annoying guys in San Diego. Oh, no. Any asshole that's on TV and tells you he doesn't own a TV is a dipshit. What did he say that? All the time. I don't own a fucking TV. I'm like, this is your job. Dude, I've been in radio until everyone turned your radio off and throw it in the river. I fucking love Dan Plant. He's a fucking dope, dude. He's a dope. If he was any fucking good, you'd actually know when he's on. Dude. When's the last time we saw Dan Plant? Oh, I haven't watched KU. Of course. Okay, so my. Neither anybody else. I could keep five people. Yes. Here are my five. Rudy. Yeah. Lauren Finney. Yes. Teresa Sardina. Yes. Allie Wagner. 
Yes. And uh, and Dan Plant. Oh, fuck Dan. I'm four. Four. I keep four of those. That's it? Yeah. Fucking find a producing job for Tommy. He's always been nice. But Oh, what the fuck is he going to do now? Dude, I don't know. Casey McKinnon's goddamn turncoat. Bites everybody at a wedding, then fires everybody two weeks later. What's going to happen to that Sully show? Where yeah, am I going to see know. Shotgun Tom every other yeah, week? What's going to happen to that hat? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, goddamn. I heard... You think Shotgun Tom wears the hat in the car with the sunroof open like dude. fucking Dino from the Flintstones? <laughs> he's such a good dude. Yeah, what a fucking idiot. Looks like he's going around looking for picnic baskets. Fuck uh, off. God. Got a time for that shit. All right. Well, that's it. So, Great. look, we make the tough decisions. Everyone says here. Shotgun Tom's the nicest guy. Great in the world, dude. Too. I'm sure he is. Shotgun's a great dude. Yeah. Uh, here's the other thing, too. I guarantee you there's people right now that were like, wow. Why, why do we give a fuck? Yeah, exactly. Look at shit. You know how many times we've been shown the door? They would have fired us in a minute. Please. Please. I still played a part in getting us fired. 100%. Ran us right at the door. And if they all keep their jobs. Fucking guy loves airplanes and guns. Fuck off. What? <laughs> He's a big gun guy. Are you sure? Yeah, I watched that bullshit. 4.55 4, 4 in the morning. It's okay. So they, whatever, they run like TMZ and then like yeah. 4.55 to 5, which is five minutes of bullshit. Okay. And it's always some dopey story. And I'm always looking at us still going, what the fuck are you talking about? It's always his political views. Exactly. And I don't care about your politics. But, dude, when there have been 199 mass shootings and you're dude, sitting there talking shit. about guns and how right. great they are, dude, you're fucking clueless. Don't even read the news to me. Come on. Back in the chopper, flyboy. Yeah, it's May 7th. We've had 199 mass shootings, but you're going to tell me that, yeah, you got a new Glock. Fuck off. All right, here we go. But for those five to stay, five from Fox 5 probably have to go. Then so now we're going to play this game. That's Look at us playing HR. That's fine. Yeah. Kathleen Bade stays. Fuck yeah. Raul Martinez. Gone. Dude, I've never seen a guy cry the blues more on social media. Why do people hate Raul? Dude, Raul's a good guy, but he doesn't know how to play the social media game. But he's got to go. Shally? Stay or go. Make a call. Come on. Uh, My my opinion, go. And it's from personal experience. Uh, You and I were in that building, dude. Everyone said hi to us except her. Christina... Anand Cial? I don't know who she is. She's this one in the morning. She's been there forever. Not stay or go? You go. Go. I don't know who she is. Bye. Phil Blower stays. Great guy. Maria Arcega Dunn stays. stays. Perfect. Andrew Loria. Uh, he's the afternoon guy. Okay. Pretty okay. inconsequential. Yeah. Stay or go. Uh, whatever. Make the call. Misha DeBono. Local treasure. She stays. Can stay. Eric Richards. A-R-I-C. Might have to go for the way he's... Well, yeah. it's not his decision, though. Yeah. His parents made that That's decision. ridiculous. Chrissy Russo stays. Right? No. What do you mean, no? She was awesome, dude. You better watch your mouth. I'm not even joking around. I'm going to hit you in the face with your computer. Go ahead. <laughs> Imagine you get out of your chair and just pass Show me right off there. <laughs> we could even upload she it. She stays. All right. Jason Sloss. Why does she stay? Dude, she was so cool. You don't remember years anything. ago to us. It's you the dick. TV business. It's called a wall. Heather, uh, what an asshole! Like you're so fucking perfect. Over I'm there. not on TV. Yeah, for a reason. Doing or the radio. Heather Lake. Uh, fuck. I mean, it used to be Heather Ford. 
Yeah. How do you know that? Weirdo stalker. What are you talking about? She came in the studio with us and yeah. sat down. She was Heather Ford when she came in with us. Yeah. And she got married and turned into Heather Lake. And then you think how that happened? Brad Willis, great dude. He is a good guy. Megan I, Healy, I have no idea who that I is. I don't know, so she has to go. Troy Hirsch. Fine. Good dude. Julian Delgadio. I don't, I'm not impressed. Kasia Gorachek. I don't even know who that is. Jamie Chambers, great dude. He stays. Yeah, Jamie Chambers stays just because of Stan. Yeah, Liberty Zabala. Absolutely. She's part of the military. Yes. She's not going anywhere. Yeah. Frank Jefferson? Don't know that. Sarah Allegre? I walked by Frank Jefferson the other day. You walking did? into the Padre game. Yeah. He was doing a stand, stand up. Oh, cool. Eleni Latang? I don't know who that is. Zara Barker? No. I tell you, I'll be honest with you, I don't watch that guy on the channel except midnight. You know who's there? Elizabeth Alvarez. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's great. She stays. Christelle Camori? Don't know you. Sorry. My Salvador Rivera's a very good dude. Yeah. All right. James Lofton, do you know he works over there? That doesn't count. Sam the cooking guy can go. Enough. You're on TV enough. Yeah. Gina the Latina can go. Gina Seuss on there? Fuck yeah. Off. Javier the X Man's there. Love Javier. All right. Okay. No. He's made a lot of tough decisions. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I'm a hatchet man. Everyone's gone. Everybody gone. I do it by the way you treated us. You treated us well. You, you keep your job. That's, That's why we're Team Kathleen Bade. Yeah. People are like, what? Who are you? Yeah. We're the guys who just told you. Yeah. Out you go. Gone. <laughs> why are you still here? <laughs> Take your polo. Like, like Greg. Did you see Succession? Ah, uh, so good. Did you watch the last one? Yeah, night? it's good. Oh, boy. We won't get into spoilers. I'll tell you what. I've watched every episode of that show. There's a scene in there between Tom and Shiv that's about as wild. Dude, that was intense, right? Yeah, it was good. God dang. God, that show's so good. <laughs> uh, here's a, another bit of breaking news. Hate to be the guy to break this to you. Andy Zilch is out. I don't know who Andy's over. What did you just say? <laughs> no, hold on. What am I going to do? I'm not going to eat. Wait, who? Going on hunger strike? Who the fuck's Andy Zilch? Exactly. Andy Zilch has been the voice of the gulls for five years. Who the fuck would know that except Pete? He, they call games on Fox 5. He replaced Elston. Okay. okay. So out. Well, out you go. Well, good. fuck that guy. I like, you fuck that guy. I'm Team Craig. Out. Craig's not going back. Oh, okay. Uh, Kaplan fucked that up for Craig. What are Ka you talking about? Dude, he 100% what? fucked that up what for Craig. What just happened? Craig was the voice of the Gulls. Yes. Now. He loved that job. He did. But my problem, as I said to Craig, I'm not saying anything out of school. I love Elston. The thing I love about Elston is he's a grinder and he's been in it. But it got to the point where the goals, in my opinion, where Craig was calling the game for Craig and not calling the game for the audience. That's a problem. What does that mean? It means that you're trying to impress yourself in the call. Oh, shit. If you listen to the Florida Panthers, as I did last night, their radio guy's atrocious because you're just trying to hear the game and the guy's calling the game for himself, Dave, in the sense that he's trying to get as many words out as he can without breaking. Shut the fuck up. Okay, we're all impressed that you sound like an auctioneer and you don't breathe. My problem with Craig, yeah, and I've said this before, I'm a huge fan of his. 
There's absolutely no fucking reason to lose your shit in the first goal of the game because then there's, we're two minutes in and we're fucking screaming like we just won the cup in the middle of October when you're playing Bakersfield. Bring it down a notch. And where Kaplan fucked him. Okay. Where Kaplan will admit it or not, I'm telling you, Kaplan fucked it up, is Scott brought Craig on 1090 and they made it a bit. Oh, listen to Craig going crazy. And Craig, unfortunately, got pinned into a corner because as these calls would get crazier and crazier, Craig was in a situation where he would have to try to eclipse that. Got it. But again, it's goals in the first period. If if you want to go crazy, the team wins in overtime. Fantastic. Joe Titino, years ago, I mean, he was like a 19-year-old kid. He and I working for the soccers, and Joe would sit at the top of the arena and call games into a tape recorder. And I remember, dude, I didn't have anything to do with radio. I was working at Santa Fe Liquor. But but Joe and I were buddies. And Joe How did you and Joe become friends when he's 19 years old talking on tape Because recorder? I was interning at the soccers. Okay. And Joe knew that I was doing... Did he buy tickets for no, these games? No, he was an intern too. Oh, so, so his internship was to fuck off during the game? <laughs> Pretty much. Jesus. Okay, well, that's paid off. Yeah. So Joe knew that I was sitting with everybody, ESPN or all the out-of-town radio guys, and listening to all these different guys. So Joe would say, hey, man, would you listen to my tape? Just friend to friend. And I loved it. Because here's a young guy, and I will never forget, there was a game, this guy, Dave, soccer fans from 50 years will remember the name Wad Hermes. Wad was a soccer's fan favorite. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah, I do. And soccer's had been behind the whole game, and all of a sudden they tie it, and with like five seconds to go in the game, Hermes scores on a penalty shot. Unbelievable comeback. Joe's call of that was so fucking great that for years I used to tell him dude I don't care what you do in MLS or whatever my all time favorite call and Joe would laugh he goes Watt Hermes because he nailed it he yeah. nailed the energy of the building the whole thing so Kaplan and Darren they would bring Craig on and again I feel bad for Craig I felt bad for Craig at the time because he got pinned into this situation and eventually the girls were like we're done okay we're, oh, they didn't like it either they, they, didn't they, like heard, it. they heard what you heard I too believe. excited Pretty, pretty confident. Like his double-fisted monster drinks. He's just fucking over the top. It's too much. Just call the game. Like, if you listen to guys around... You ever hear the Hornets announcer? Every basket, he freaks the fuck out. Dude, it's too much. It's, it's obnoxious for people that are trying to listen. Yeah. The problem was, then he went to the new guy... And he was right here. Here come the goals. They so pass needs, into the... Uh, what? He needed a little in-between guy? Should... Yeah. So... Maybe Craig finds it back. What about, uh, didn't Ella used to do it? Ella was great. Ella was great. Bring him back. Dude, that would be great. Okay. That's really what they should do. Yeah. You know, I hadn't even thought about that. That's what they should do. Are they on radio? Well, that's the other thing. They're, they, <laughs> well, they're, hear it. No, but they're doing what a lot of hockey teams have done. The What's Ducks that? have done it. The Kings have done it. Where they've gone to streaming. Yeah. But for the fan base, it actually works out fine. Because with the Kings, they would get bumped. 
Yeah. Hey, here comes Dodger baseball. So now we're on AM 1900. Well, yeah. Nobody can hear AM 1900. <laughs> the Ducks were on AM 830, which is a whole story in itself. And now they've gone to streaming, and the Gulls have done the same thing. For me, the Gulls would make perfect sense to be on 1090, but I don't think Bill has the capability to do live broadcasts. He'd have to have a board he up. doesn't. Right? He's got Pete Gray and Felix on, so I don't know how those guys are doing it. You don't think they're taping it? Oh, they could be. Oh, that's a good point. They could be. But... Dude, honestly, I would yeah. love to see. I, I bet Craig's, I, I don't hear the soccer's games. Yeah. Uh, Craig going back would be great. I bet Craig's learned a lot. But doesn't Craig also work in the front office with the soccer? Oh, that's true. I so, mean, yeah, he, he's probably, he's got a good gig. He doesn't have time to do the goals. He's too busy watching every fucking TV show that's ever been invented. Well, that's true. But Ello would be the perfect guy. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's dude, true. I, dude, I love Elston because I just appreciate guys that grind. Know what I mean? Yeah. Always get no, after I appreciate it. it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm always I'm good dude. I'm a fan. Always was working. Never I mean dude, Craig has always just been a guy that grinded and got after it. But here's the other thing where Craig needs to <laughs> calm the fuck <laughs> down. Oh Craig reviewed yet. You can't even hear the fucking games. Yeah, Did go you, ahead. Okay, you and I go to the Padre yeah. Dodger game Friday night. Yes. We have a great time. Yes. The Padres at the end of the game, make the decision to put a picture of Clayton Kershaw okay, man, crying. I'm glad you brought this up. Yes. By the way, I didn't see it because literally we were walking up the stairs. I didn't see it either. Okay. Crying at the end, which immediately set off a complete uproar in this town between, I would say, between the Coach Cantera audience and everybody else in San Diego. So upset. Jay Posner upset, everybody upset because of the lack of respect the Padres yeah. showed to Clayton Kershaw. Okay, what do you think? Honestly, what do you think? Uh, I thought Clayton Kershaw was brilliant. He was. He, was, thought, he handled it better he, than I would have. I thought he's brilliant. I had a blast watching him pitch. And and when Clayton Kershaw said, yeah, if you don't want to see it, pitch better, yeah. I was like, dude, that's a pretty fucking cool guy. Yeah, it means he holds himself to a high standard. Yeah. He didn't do well when in a game that was important to him. I would say this. Yeah. From from a pro standpoint, yeah. Is it something I want to see the team do on a consistent basis? No. Yeah. Did it break my heart or make me feel like they'd hit rock bottom? No. Yeah. I think uh I mean, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of similar things the Dodgers have done in the past when they did lookalikes and they put Altuve up with the trash can. Yeah. Like Different shit happened around Major yeah. League Baseball. Yeah. Ball busting, right? I think there was another one. Do you put Altuve in the same class as Clayton Kershaw? No, of course not. That's, but I'm saying, yeah. but you're still calling out a player on the scoreboard. Yeah, and I when you're putting it. a guy up there. But a guy that's a cheater. Got it. Yeah. I, but you're still ultimately at the end. But for me, no. I Was it my favorite thing? No. Did I freak out about it? No. But... Jay was bothered by it. So come so on. So I, I was too. And I, I t think I was bothered by it different than most people. For what reason? Because I'll point to what kind of what Nick said. Nick said, Nick Canapa, he said that Padres have a 19 seasons where they finished over 500 since 1969. Yeah. 
San Diego, as much as we love Padre baseball in this town, and it is the team. I mean, I, I honestly love the fact how baseball crazy San Diego is. It's fan, it's great. It's, it might be as good as any place in the country. If I kept thinking in my mind, and baseball is different. There are legends in baseball. Derek Jeter's a legend. Albert Pujols is a legend. Tony Gwynn was a legend. Clayton Kershaw in this generation is the best pitcher of this generation. It might be his last year. It's going to the Hall of Fame after this. And I started thinking, I go, okay, if the Mets did that to Tony Gwynn, let's say this was across the country and, and the Mets pulled that on Tony Gwynn, who everyone says is a legend and revered, we would have been pissed in San Diego going, how dare you? That's Tony Gwynn. Now, I don't know if Dodger fans honestly look at it like, you know, Kershaw, because there are a lot of Dodger fans who are upset with Kershaw for the postseason play. Mm-hmm. But still, you go, this is a guy next stop, Cooperstown. And baseball's different to me, where even you respect guys on other teams because it's baseball. Whether it's David Ortiz, again, like it's Pujols, whatever else it is. And I was like, man, that, it's Bush League as fuck. And, and if you want to be respected as, to me, as a big-time baseball city, the way St. Louis is supposed to be, it was a bad look across the country more than anything else. And I don't think San Diego needs a bad look. I think we do a good enough job fucking things up, and we'll get into the fighting stuff later on. But for me, I, I, did, I didn't care for it just because I thought it was a bullshit move by San Diego's number one jack shit. And, uh, but then it becomes, to me, it got, it got way blown out of proportion. How about Bob Melvin apologizing to Clint Kershaw? That's the kind of shit that... You don't just, like it? I, like, I, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I, I just think I mean, that... Is that old school stuff that you do? Do you think Bochy would apologize? No. I think Bochy would. Uh, no. Text him, ask him. Oh, well, what's he... Hey, Bochy, what are you doing? No, just straight up. Would you apologize to this guy? No, I, I just think... I just think you, you kind of handle it. You think it. Bob Melvin's a pussy? <laughs> oh, I love Bob Melvin. I think Sounds Bob, like you're saying he's a puss. What kind of... What? I just... I. Come on, enough. I'm what are so, you saying? Because it's the shit that made me crazy about Bobby Ross. Uh, one of the biggest reasons why I lost respect for Bobby Ross is I thought he was a complete fraud. Every time he comes out, I want to apologize to the fans. Stop. Enough, okay? Just fucking say we got our ass kicked. Stop. And and Bob can do whatever he wants to do. I'm glad Bob's here. I watched Jace Tingler. I watched Andy Green. Yeah. Two fucking guys in over their head. Yeah. I'm glad Bob's here. Bob determines old school that he wants to go up, but Kershaw had already said he didn't give a fuck. So yeah, why are we why are we going over there bringing him a basket of Sherry's berries? <laughs> fuck over. Okay? okay, but then yeah, Nick writes his column, and everybody goes crazy about Nick. If you read what Nick wrote, Nick said he loves his sombrero. I do too. Loves the dancing. I do too. Loves all the fun. I do too. And everybody treated Nick as if he said, I hate that. I hate the swag chain. I hate the dancing. He didn't say anything. Polaroids. I hate the Polaroids. He didn't say any of that. Yeah. But he said, kind of a minor league move. Yeah. We can be better. And everybody went after it. Where Elston says yesterday. What is that? Hater blows the game. Okay. Unbelievable game. It right? was. That was a great game. ESPN really, couldn't ask for a better situation. Three-game series, I thought, was so good. Yep. Friday night, we're there for the win. Saturday is a bit more in the Dodgers' favor. And then last night, you have Musgrove pitches effectively. You get it down to our guy versus your guy. Yep. It's Hater versus Mookie. Two outs. And Mookie gets him. Yeah. Happens, man. Best against the best. Yeah. Happens, right? Yeah. I'm thinking back to World Baseball Classic. Otani against Trout. Otani yep. gets Trout. Exactly. 
Last night, uh, Mookie gets hater. Yeah. And I look at Twitter, and Elston writes, the most frustrating thing about this is Posner and Nick are happy today. Why would he say that? Well, I thought he was just fucking around. I thought Craig was just kind of busting balls and playing to the masses. So at that point, I thought it was really, really funny. And so I said to Craig on Twitter, I go, dude, that that's great. Like, I thought Craig was just fanning the flames. Yeah. Fucking around, busting balls. And then uh, <laughs> Jay texted me because I was coming home from Orange County. And we were texting. And I was like, he's fucking around, right? Like breaking balls. He's like, I don't know that he is. Yeah. And then I went and read it again. And I was like, ah, oh, come on, man. Come on. That was that was a fucking great game. You're yeah. talking about two it was. of the guys that are the best going. And Mookie gets Hater. Yeah. And now Hater got him Friday night. Mookie got yeah. him last night. Exactly. There's none of this bullshit that we had a year ago where we're wondering is Hater still got it or yeah. anything else. No, he has it. Just fucking great. Yeah. And as our man Boach used to say, last night the Dodgers are wearing the horns. Yeah. But we get another look at him this week, and, yeah. and we probably get another situation where it's Hater against Freeman or Mookie, and let's see what happens. Exactly. That, that was the story, right? Yeah. The Dodgers continue to dominate outside of October. The Dodgers have dominated this team. You change personnel. You change the manager. You change walk-up songs. Whatever the fuck you want to change, yeah. but they still have it. But to make the narrative... That, hey, now Jay's happy. I'm like, dude, this is why I fucking say we're Mayberry by the beach. And the reason why we're Mayberry by the beach, and whether you want to believe it or not, we are. It's because when we win, we put Kershaw on the board. We don't just fucking act like we've done it before. Exactly. And that this team belongs on that field with the Dodgers. And when you lose last night, you don't immediately go, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. That was great. That was good baseball. I don't tip my hat. I don't believe in any of that shit. I just go, okay, let's see how you bounce back from that. Enjoyable series. Yeah. We're going to send fucking messages on Twitter worrying about what Jay or what. Fuck. Mayberry by the fucking beach. Stop acting like you're fucking minor league. Yeah. And the way you do it is by stop being minor league. It was a great weekend. No, Soto can't hit for shit. <laughs> right? Dude, none of them are hitting for shit outside of Fernando. But if you look at that game yesterday yeah. from a Padres perspective, yeah. you got Musgrove look great. Yeah. You got Nick Martinez comes in yeah. in a really tough situation and pitches great. Hader gets the first two outs and he fucking, ah, dude, it happened to Trevor. Yeah. Happened to all of them. Mark Davis. Of course. Fuck, dude. You're going to be an all-star again. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be fine. And you just, I was sitting there with Jack, and uh, he got away with one. Okay. Where were we watching the game? We were in. Uh, were coming back from Anaheim, I thought. Yeah, we were at the Spectrum in Irvine. Okay. Watching it at uh, Dave and & Buster's, and it was great. We had the Padre Dodgers. We had the NBA game on. We had the Maple Leaf game on. Just having a blast. And I think... I don't remember the sequence, but he Hader makes a pitch either to the guy right before Mookie or to Mookie really close. And I almost I, hit Mookie. Yeah. 
And my son said to me, man, be careful with that pitch. And it felt like, bang, got him. Yeah. The problem but, was he went three and one. If it would have yes. been two and two. When it was since it went three and one, Mookie talked about it on ESPN right after the game. He was interviewed on the field. Yeah. And he goes, the thing with Hater, yeah, he throws really fucking hard. And he goes, yeah. man, that one almost hit me. I was like, that would have hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but he goes, the thing about Hater is that he doesn't, almost like he literally said it. He almost doesn't miss wild enough. Like, yeah. I know it's going to be around the zone. Yeah. I just got to focus as hard as he throws on the ball, and I'm going to be okay. And he goes, I just happen to get one. Uh, that's it. But I he goes, if it, if it was said. a little bit more wild, like Mookie says, it would keep you on your toes a little more. Right. I I, I loved it. I love yeah. the game within the game. Yeah. I love when Hater talks about why he threw that pitch instead of the slider. You go, God, that's, dude, it was great. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, it's just, yeah, it's Jay's fault. <laughs> dude, come on. Move on. Funny thing is, Oh, I don't know about Jay. Jay was an L.A. guy. I bet you one time Jay was a Dodger fan. I know Craig was a Dodger fan at one time. Oh, yeah. He grew up a Dodger fan. Yeah, it was funny. I heard him on Friday with Ben and Woods, and Ben brought it up to him. And oh, I thought, did he? I thought Craig was, I thought Craig was yeah. really good because he stopped, and he said, you know, that was a long time ago because he's all in. Yeah. Season ticket holder. Um, but Is he a season ticket holder? I'm pretty sure he is. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, why do you say that? He said so far away. Why would he be a season ticket holder of that shit? Budget. His tickets aren't cheap, bitch. Dude, you know. <laughs> well, that's my point. It's great on TV. No, I'm not. I tell you what, though. I, honest God, it's so funny. Again, we had a great time with the Billy and Pete. Yeah. And the seats were insane. Unbelievable. Somebody so wrote fun it, out there. Somebody wrote it to us on Twitter, making a joke that I would complain that the guy in blue is in my way. And after he wrote it, Dude, it did throw me off. It bothered yeah. me the umpire was in my way. Yeah. Yeah. And cause the whole time I'm sitting there, I think I said it to you too. It was it was the seats were me, Billy, you, Pete. Yeah. So I couldn't exactly Great talk time. to you very as, as easy as I could, obviously, Billy. But I'm sitting there going, everything looks like a fucking strike from where you and I are, right? Yeah. Didn't everything uh, look like a strike. Like it was so, unbelievable. So does rolling his eyes. I'm like, I can't fucking tell. They all look like strikes. Yeah. That I, I got to thank those guys yeah. and I hope everybody at some point gets the opportunity to sit there because we're watching the movement on Kershaw, Kershaw, but Darvish too. Yeah. Darvish was great. And you're just watching it and it's so funny. Impressive. So, oh, crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But here's the other thing too. And, and I know you were talking about action. We had, Listen, man, there's no other way to... She was just a drunk... Dude, we had this drunk chick Dodger fan that sat down behind us. And in the old days, before this show got classy, we would have <laughs> called her a drunk pig. Because that's what she was. She was just a drunk pig. Uh, she, this was first inning. Was she drunk? Dude, This disgusting. happened right before I got there. I got right. there on the bottom of the first. And she comes down, and she's screaming every batter. And it's like, you know, everybody just wants to hang out, watch the game. Yeah. And she leaves... We finally realized she didn't have those seats. Dave comes down. Of course, no better way to reward Billy and Pete for giving him a $158 ticket. He can't support Bonita Vista. He wears Dodger shit like the clown he is. <laughs> and, uh, but, Dave, all of the people that were around us in that section were amazing, right? Yeah. Except, they were well, great. the guy behind me got a little crazy. Yeah, it, but he's he, having fun. It was hit. He was literally touching me. Yeah, he liked it, didn't you? Did you see? Did you see him? No. 
Dude, he literally took both hands and was banging them on my shoulders. You didn't see him? With the home runs? Yeah, on the home runs. The home runs. Dude, yeah. I didn't say a word. You've been to me get with games when the yeah. Dodgers were. I don't say a well, fucking word. If you wore word. that outfit right there, we were all hugging together. <laughs> I looked at what the fuck I'm even wearing. Yeah. But the guy, but finally when the guy, and I said to him, dude, we're, we're good. Just don't touch me. You heard me say it to him. Don't oh, touch. no. Yeah, I said, don't touch me, dude. Yeah. And then he did it again on the when Tatis hit the second home run. He that's started banging both shoulders. And that's when oh. I fucking turned around and he goes, dude, don't punch me in the face. You're bigger than I thought. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to punch you in the fucking face. Yeah. And Billy and I were just talking about the same thing. Like, yeah, dude, enough. And, and you and I, it's weird. You and I had a conversation about fights and stadiums and shit. Yeah. You and I both have said on this show before, we are sick of it. Yeah. Just go to the fucking game. But dude, game. To, to touch Stop a, being to, a tough guy. Yeah, physically touch another person. And the guy didn't yeah. throw a punch. He was just no, a dick. He's having fun. He didn't even know what he said. Huh. <laughs> when I turned around. In a city and, connect jersey. In a city connect jersey. Dude, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. He goes, I, I had five shots and three bong <laughs> hits before I came in here, man. I'm sorry. Don't punch me in the face. Yeah. And, well, and I'm like. Dude, but we were in the middle dude, of a section. I don't know that fucking guy. Well. Like I said, you dress like a clown, you're gonna get fucking. He was the like guy dressed like a clown. He's wearing a Sherbert fucking Dude. City Connect jersey. Those fucking things. <laughs> fucking things. Jesus Christ! You don't watch Barry, do you? No. You sound just I'm like no every Hank. week. You sound just like no. That's exactly how he talks. Uh, look, this man. fucking guy. Look at this asshole. That's how look, he talks. Like, I don't have any problem. Guys are in the minority. Have the players love them? So if the players love yeah, them, fine. You fuck the only only game they got to win in is when hey, they wear those fucking things, dude. I'll tell you what, when and this is the thing why I'm thrilled, yep. honestly thrilled. I'm in the minority. All that shit that pays for <laughs> right pays for Soto Machado. Keep buying all that shit. Yeah, go ahead. If you love it and yeah. you can swing it, dude. Everything you can do, but then I came out. Yep, and I had a walk. I parked up eleventh. Uh, yeah. Dave, I'm telling you, man, it was so mellow through yeah. the gas lamp. I didn't know what it was going to be. I stayed to the end. You stayed to the end. Yeah. Dude, it was great. Padre fans, yeah, Dodger fans. For the fans, most part, zero problems. The only thing I saw, and it bothered me, but it was Padre fans that did it. Yeah. We, like a lot of people, love Pirate, Michelle. Yeah. She is loves that Padre team through and through. Super cool season ticket holder again and she had a situation where she was down by home plate with a friend and two padre fans not dodger fans girls no i think it was guys oh shit jumped her and jumped her friend and it was like basically an assault on somebody that's just down trying to support the team yeah dude that was terrible so to follow the police report do you know you know i i i I know what I don't know, and that's I don't know enough details. I just she went back out yesterday. She said, "Hey, you know, I'm done with Friday night games or Friday night Padre Dodger yeah, games." That's funny you said that. You and I talked about that too. Yeah, she the went. Padres back need to look into that, by the way. They it's have Friday to. night. It's the end of the week. The drinking's out of control, man. The fucking college night at the same time. Yeah, dude, it's 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 a little crazy. They're kind of making it a little crazy. Yeah, like I said, and and here here's the other thing. I'm going to interrupt you. But no, you're dude, good. The games are fucking way fast now. Oh you, yeah. You almost don't realize it until you go to a game in person how fast the games are, which yeah. I think is honestly a race of how much you can drink. Might be. Well, it's always been that way though. For those Friday night games, there were four hours. Yeah. It was a test of your stamina. 
<laughs> How many Modellos can you kill in five hours? Um, but but for me, the fans around us were great. They were into it. They were super cool. Walking out, everybody was fun. But again, like, uh, dude, nobody gives a fuck. And Jay knows what I'm saying when I say this. He's a buddy of mine. We've been buddies yeah. for 25 years. Dude, if, if Jay Jay's opinion bothers you, stop following him. Yeah. Like, really, just stop following him or mute him out. Yeah. And if you if you got, if Nick's going to ruin your whole weekend, stop following him. Yeah. Like, it's the whole deal. I, I just, yeah. I, but, I mean, they bottom line. Yeah. Three games that were great. Dodgers get two of them. Yeah, there were. All three were great. And and now you go, okay. And even if you're a Padre fan and you're disappointed of losing two or three, dude, you got to be really happy with the starting pitching. Yeah, and now we see what happens Friday. Yeah. And what happens? Do Dodger fans boo and yell at Tatis, or do they take it too far? Oh, they're probably going to take it too far. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably going to go a little crazy. And then uh, I expect to see Dave Roberts out on the field apologizing to Tatis. So you better make sure that happens, okay? Yeah. Because something about a picture, Michael Jordan made jokes about his crying meme. Yeah, it's a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kershaw didn't bother him. I thought Kershaw yeah. was great. Dude, he handled it amazingly. Like a champion. Yeah, he did. He handled it amazingly. Yeah, um, yeah a couple things. One is I, I understood why Bob Melvin did what he did. Padre fans might not like the fact that he apologized. Oh, it's fine. Okay. I mean, here's the deal. Bob Melvin's a, a veteran, respected manager of Major yeah. League Baseball. You know, I mean, I think the Padres are lucky to have him. It's not Bob's fault that the team's not playing well. Fuck. Um, so we're watching, <laughs> watching, we're watching Lakers Warriors, 45 seconds left. So then, um, you know, it, through that whole deal and the, whatever that they, they did on the scoreboard, whatever. And my thing is baseball to me just feels different. That was my point with the legends deal. And, and I'm like, you have a legend The Eduardo, um, Perez comment was interesting, you yeah. know? And, but did you hear him today? Yes. Yeah, oh, he backpedaled like a son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, he, pretty he, funny. He, he sure did. And it's funny is. Yeah, man, I'm, I've said this on the show before. I'm a big Tatis fan. Like, honestly, yeah. he's the best player on the fucking team. You wanted to trade him, but yeah. It, well, 100%. I, I said that because I'm just saying, if, if you say this is what our organization is and this is what we don't want to be a part of, it's you to decide as an organization what you want. But we threw trade offers. But I said on the show, he's a unicorn. This guy's a freak. Yeah. Most exciting guy in a Padre uniform by far is is him. He's crazy exciting to watch. So when you're sitting there and you're looking at, you know, everything that he does, whether it's the the Euro step before he touches third base mm-hmm. on a home run or the way he behaves, he's having a great time. I told you on the show when you just brought it up, I, I, I love the dancing in the in the clubhouse <laughs> and the pinata yeah. and the sombrero, everything they do. And I, so they just ranked, someone just ranked like top 10 celebrations. I think the Padres are number one. Dude, right. Dude, yeah. I'm looking at, at Matt Carpenter having a fucking blast. <laughs> Dude, right? Nelly Cruz? Yeah. yeah. All those guys. I mean, Nelly Cruz, shit. I kind of expect it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I'm looking at Carpenter going, there's no way they did this shit in St. Louis or with right. the Yankees. Dude, Bring he, teams together. 100%. Dude, everything about it looks like fun. Yeah. And so you go, man, this is, you can't tell me the guys who are with the Padres for the first time aren't going, this is a fucking blast. And the I'm really happy I'm part is, of this organization. The funny thing is about that team, yeah, which is they found different things each year. Now, whether that's Manny, who I would think is probably in the middle of it, or others, yeah. A couple of years ago, it's the swag chain, yeah. Last year, it's the Polaroids. This year, it's the pinata and the Rey Mysterio mask, yeah. Hilarious, uh, dude. It's great, yeah. But I like the fact that they don't 
take the same bit and beat it into the ground. Yeah. And I'm with you, Dave. I mean, it's the one thing I think, you know, it's been a while since we celebrated the 98 team, but if you actually were around that 98 team, the one thing that every guy on that team would tell you was the chemistry amongst them, the unity amongst them. And it makes a huge difference down the stretch where guys are in it together. I agree. And if you're doing that this early and they're that into it, yeah, Yeah. that's why I go, fuck, I don't give a shit about the Kershaw thing. I don't give a shit about Hater getting it. I'm like, dude, let's see what happens. That's the thing. Everything you just said has nothing to do with the players. It wasn't the players that put that on the video board. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't the players that took a shot at Tatis. Right. It was It was outside. It was well, the outside noise. And so you mentioned Eduardo Perez. Yeah. I, I don't know if he still does, but there's probably a lot of us. I don't feel like I'm unique in this. There's certain guys that all of a sudden you look up and they're following you on social media. Yeah. You're like, well, that's kind of weird. Jose Batista, Ty Diggs, Ty, Ty Diggs, uh, the Tay Diggs, the oh, Tay whatever, Diggs. Tay whatever, Diggs, Tay, who knows, T-A-Y-E. and Eduardo Perez, yeah. Does Eduardo uh, Perez follow you? Yeah, that's hilarious. At least he has been. Okay, look it up. And uh, so when he said that last night, yeah, as somebody that's kind of watched him for a while, I felt like that was pretty. A lot of guys hate him. Uncharacteristic for him. Right? Like, that didn't surprise me. I'll be honest with you. You know really? what? Yeah, it didn't surprise me because guys like Eduardo Perez, his dad obviously is Tony Perez, Hall of Famer, been around the game a long time. Guys that you and I know. He's got 61,000 followers and he follows 67,000 people on really? one of them. Oh, Christ. All right. Yeah. I'm probably not one he follows. No. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. So guys like Eduardo Perez and guys that you and I know that have been in big league families. Yeah. They always use the word clown. You know what I mean? Yeah. The guy's a clown show. And and it's obviously met as, you know, a, a, an insult. Mm-hmm. I think Fernando Tatis Jr., as much as he does for the younger fan base, and they are the future, the older fan base has a real hard time with that kind of behavior. Yeah. Whether it's swinging 3-0, and whatever else you want to say. Um. So, Eduardo, if you missed it, Mookie yeah. Betts gets the home run. Yeah. And they, he says that's what a superstar looks like. And as he pointed out today. Nando. He called him out. Yeah. The director shows Fernando. And he said that's what a superstar looks like, Nando. Yeah. Right? So, people are like, fuck's that all about? Exactly. Like, what's that all about? And as somebody that has done this plenty of times... I thought what Eduardo Perez said today made a lot of sense. What did he say? He got out in front of it, and he said, as soon as I saw the replay, I cringed. Oh. And he said, my point was to celebrate what Mookie Betts had just done. That's how I took it at first. I'll be honest with you. Yes. That's what I thought. I didn't think it was a shot. And he said, on live TV, you're watching, and the director is moving different things. And he said, they could have shown Jake Cronenworth, Manny Machado, Austin Nola. Yeah. And he said they showed Fernando. Yeah. And he said, I felt so bad immediately after I saw the replay because absolutely the way it was heard was not the way I intended. And he said, I'm going to, I mean, dude, this was seven o'clock this morning earlier. 
less than 12 hours after it happened. And yeah. he's like, I'm reaching out to the team. I'm reaching out to Fernando. This is one you have to go oh, directly cool. to the player. That's cool. And he owned it. Yeah, I'll owned- be honest with you. I, I heard it the way he meant to say it. That's until yeah. everybody lost their fucking mind on Twitter. And so, look, when you're there live, no matter yeah. what you're doing, got a microphone in front of you. Yeah. Sometimes what you intend to say and what you actually say are two completely different things. Exactly. But he owned it today, felt horrible. Yeah. Was like, I want to celebrate Mookie stepping up, big yeah. time playoff of a big time closer, and instead take a shot at Fernando unintentionally. Yeah. But he's like, I get it. My fault. I own yeah. it. I'll apologize. I'm like, yeah, fuck, man. It yeah, happens. he didn't have to Move do on. it. And he went on local radio, you said, right? No, it was on uh, Sirius XM. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. Because oh, I, th- I think he was on a Gwyn and Chris. I thought that's what they promoted. He was coming on. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was coming so on there, too. good for him, man. He, he didn't run from it. No, jumped on the flagship. Yeah. That's a thing, man. Now, we're going to stop jinxing people on this Holy show. Holy fuck, dude. Dude, the Glenn Kuyper... We never talk about Glenn Kuyper. I, I don't think we've mentioned Glenn Kuyper once. In 25 years. In 25 years. His brother all the time. Right, because Dwayne and Mike Kruko, as the longtime voice of the Giants, are unbelievable how good they yeah. are. I love that Giants broadcast team. Dave Fleming, John Miller. Yeah. So good. The other night, we're sitting in here, right? What night were we sitting yes, in here? Yes, it was Wednesday? just the night. Yeah, it was like Wednesday. And you had MLB Network on, yeah. and they're doing the A's game. Yeah. And they're picking up the A's broadcast. It looks like there's about 111 people at the game. <laughs> and I said to you during the podcast, yeah. how about Glenn Kuyper? Like, how crazy in the Bay Area that you have two brothers yes. who are the lead voices on TV yeah. for the baseball teams. Yeah. Kind, I mean, of pretty, really, kind of pretty cool. Right. I mean, for the family, it's the whole deal. It's pretty fucking cool. And Glenn's good. Yep. And Dwayne is really good. Yep. And holy cow. Yeah. The next day, Glenn is trending on Twitter. And I said, God damn, I tell you what, Dave and I are really making things happen around here. We mentioned Glenn Kuyper and people go to look him up. Shit. Good for Glenn, but we really have to look, yes. strive for ways to take advantage of the impactful platform that we have. Let me see what this is. And then I realized, oh, this has nothing to do with us. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God this had nothing to do with us. And uh, Glenn with Dallas Braden. Oh, my God. Um, is on the air. Yeah. Ironically, in Kansas yeah. City. Tom Brennan was like, no shit. Tell me about it. But Tom was doing that game. Tom was not in Kansas City. The Reds were there. But Tom was in Cincinnati right? doing it from his studio. Okay. I thought Tom got busted like he thought they were in a commercial break. And they were. Yeah. But but the teams were still there. I said the only thing okay. missing was Nick Castellanos. To Castellanos. Home, yeah. Or Castellanos. Uh <laughs> Kessiano now associated with this shit. Yeah. But Dwayne Kuyper. Oh, excuse me. Glenn, Glenn Kuyper. Yeah. Voice Dwayne of Black the A's. Glenn. Never not wanted to be more associated with only myself. Yes. Glenn comes out of I think it's the pregame show. And he's there with Dallas yeah, Braden. It was the opening it was the opening move. 
you know. And they're sitting there, and he says, what a day we had. Yeah. And he wanted to say we visited the Negro League Museum. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll say this for myself. Just as a white guy, that, that one word, even when it ends with an O, right. makes me nervous. Well, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, honestly, God, aren't, you're so afraid of offending anybody. Yeah, but look, I, I mean, I, I, know, I, I understand that's the title of the museum at the same time. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And he had, he said he, he, he was so enthusiastic when he said it. Right. Because he was actually, and they said people, when he was there, he was on cloud nine. Like right. he was Bob so Kendrick, happy to be there. The yeah. president of the museum said he loved Fuck. it. Like, holy shit. And barbecue. It had to make him sick, dude. Had to make yeah. him sick. But the problem is, so you go, okay, well, what happens with Glenn Kuyper, right? The clip's everywhere. You can find it. Yeah. What happens? And so Dave Stewart comes out. What did Dave Stewart say? Uh, Dave Stewart accepted his apology. Yeah. So he's been around him a long yeah. time. Yeah, said, true. Said, yes. I know who the guy is. Yeah. And you look at it, but then there's a second clip from a couple of years back. And he's talking about the Giants. And the Giants, remember how that we all had cardboard cutouts? All the teams had cardboard cutouts during COVID. And you could have Padres had season ticket holders, or you would see Mud and Don. Yeah. And he's celebrating the Giants because the Giants honored a bunch of historic players. Yeah. And he's talking about who they honored. And he did it again. He, he dropped the R, the hard R at then? Yeah. Oh, my God. What like, the fuck is happening? What are we doing? And so. Jesus. Like, man, I don't I don't want. It's not, well, what do you do if you're the ace? Let's be honest. Let me ask you. You're, I thought, pro, you're, I thought, you're, you're owner of the ace. What are you doing? I thought Mike Kruko was great today. Okay. I thought Mike Kruko said, I've known the Kuiper family for 40 years. And he said, Mike just talked and said, I know who they are. I know what the family is all about. But he said, I don't really think I'm the guy as a white guy to make this decision. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I the A's have to figure it out. I, I cannot tell you anything about Glenn Kuyper and his impact in the community one way or the other. I just saw him the other night and thought, Oh, that's pretty wild. You have two brothers doing play-by-play. Yeah. I'll be in Oakland. I'm going to Oakland. Yeah. Uh, I booked my plane tickets today. We're going up there. Yeah, Dude, I have absolutely no idea what the A's do. I mean, you, I, I just don't know. The, you have to... I, look, Tom got blown out. And Tom, Tom Brenneman is a Brenneman. His father, Marty, was a Hall of Fame announcer. Yeah. Man, you Tom had to go, man. There's no way of getting around Tom Steele. Dude, you have two different yeah. examples of it. Yeah. One of them you can almost blame on a on a word flub. The other one is like, dude, don't don't drop that you've never used that in your I regular don't, vocabulary. I mean, I, come on. It just you had the Reds made the right move. You had to fire him. No, I got it. But I'm yeah. saying I'm saying for for Glenn. Yeah, I got it. I, I feel here's the deal. Nobody wants it done, but it might be the only thing you can do. Yeah. Especially with the team possibly moving. Yeah. I mean, it might be the only thing you can do. But God dang, you can't drop the hard R. I just, uh, I don't know enough about him, 
his impact in the community, yeah. Yeah. how the community feels. Dude, I've been in Oakland five times in my life. I, I, I don't have any idea, Dave. You have to, you have to really, really gauge who the guy is, what his history is, and what the community yeah. says. Yeah. Community leaders, right? Yeah. And he's suspended while they, while they, no, but I, I think, know, I know. But I mean, again, that's uncomfortable for everybody too. Because if yeah. he's, okay, I'll give an example. Let's say it's somebody that, that has been doing it forever here at a team closer to us. Yeah. And we know the person, like people who, who know him. Well, I, I'd we rather. We would have said, we would have defended, said, dude, there's no way that we know that guy's heart. I'll That's put not it what this he is. Way. I don't know. I don't know anything, man. I well, just, I just, the it's, guy, it's a the, horrible situation for everybody involved. I, instead of doing that and, and using local and because I'd rather not do that. What I would say is if it was Bill King. Bill King had been the iconic voice of the A's, the Raiders, yeah. and the Warriors forever. Was a huge part of that community. Yeah. Right? I mean, not attaching it to Bill. But if Glenn, I don't know what Glenn's, I just don't know. Yeah. Because, I, I you know, a lot of young younger people, you know, younger than you and me, and will think people older than you and me yeah. are so old school that's their way of thinking yeah that they they don't adapt yeah and go that his true like the young people want to believe this guy's true colors came out that's what they want to believe don't know man that's what i'm saying i don't know him how old do you think he is uh gotta be in his 60s says he's 59 that's it that's it man he's 59 years old yeah but so moving forward dave and i I mean dude bob huggins or yeah bob huggins came out today and, and fucked up Ugh. Uh, I don't know, man. You, you just... Nothing's going to happen to Bob Huggins. He's in fucking West Virginia. Everything gets passed over there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nothing's right? going to happen to him. He'll still be coaching the Mountaineers. Yeah. I don't know, but... Uh, yeah, you watch it. It's it's tough. Now it's Dallas, cr- it makes you cringe. Now, Dallas, Braden has to come out because he's sitting there. Yeah. Hears it. People are like, well, why didn't he say anything? He must feel the same way. Oh, God. Dude, let me tell you something. No, no joke. If I was sitting here and you and I are doing the show, yeah, and there, let's say it's we're doing a live show, mm-hmm. and you said it, I don't think I'd catch it. Like if I, knowing who you are and you knowing who I am, I would have just gone. He oh didn't, yeah, he didn't say what I thought because that's not the way you are. I I would catch it. The the thing that I don't think I would I would catch it. I don't know. I, I, would, I would just I would do. sit there and go. Nah, he didn't say what I thought. I'd go back and listen. You know, uh, the no, way we do I, the show now, but I would go, there's no way Jeff just said what I thought he said, because I know no, you. everything would stop. Here's the deal. I've Okay, as long as you've known me. We've each known each uh, other close to 30 years. Dude, everything I, Neither one of us have ever used that word. I got it. Yeah, that's, that's why what I'm, I'm saying, saying everything would stop. There's absolutely, absolutely no chance that everything just moves. Forward. No, no, I just don't I, don't, I would I would have to question myself. I didn't hear what I think I heard. I absolutely no chance would... Everything go on is absolutely not. There's no chance. There's no yeah. way that that just slips out and gets on the air and goes and everybody's smiling. I'm just talking about us. I'm not talking about any other show. Whatever happened with those guys, I have no idea. No chance that happens. If it happened here, then it would be immediately addressed. Immediately. Now, on pregame shows, 
lot of those things are pre-recorded. I have no idea if that was live or pre. I have no idea. Yeah. All I know is it got out, got on the air, and they have to figure it out. Yeah, but um, like they sort of have enough problems. Holy shit! <laughs> right? I mean, we had situations. Thankfully, never anything like that. Yeah, there were a couple of times, dude, uh, during those drinking shows at Free FM. Oh, yeah, well, I've cussed on there on ESPN eight hundred. I'm pretty sure we yeah. did a drinking show. Yeah, but on Free FM. Dude, they would get us so drunk on those shows. I hammered. We had like a 40-second delay. Yeah. They were doing shots of tequila nonstop, drinking ah. a shitload of beer with lime in it. Oh, day. But thankfully, it was only cuss words. Dude, it was. It was only cuss words. Yeah, and probably. Dude, put it this way. Imagine if every time we did one of those shows, I, I just became the king of racial slurs. You'd go, what the fuck's happening? Uh, you'd be done. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even at the 40-second delay, you wouldn't yeah, work with man. me. You'd go, I'm no. not working with this guy anymore. I would do the same no. to you. I'd go to our bosses behind your back and go, dude, I can't work with Jeff anymore. Yeah, you, no, you can't. No, that's why, like, when you were saying, I don't think I'd notice. You'd absolutely notice. i notice. Everybody would notice. Dude, no, I'm just saying, like. I don't, I'm laughing right now because dude, the, the king of the hard R police was my son, Jake. Man, if anybody ever said the R, he'd freak the fuck out, dude. dude. He freaked out. Because all, all the songs he would listen to always finished with an A in it. Yeah. But if somebody said the R, Jake's, what the fuck you just said? You'd get mad, man, really quick. Rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, but I'm going to try not to jinx any announcements no for the rest of we the show. We just won't mention any names. Ever. John Miller. Joe Davis. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You cross the line, get the fuck out. <laughs> Dodger Willis. You'd go after every Dodger announcer. Eric Karras, he's asshole. Eric Harris, is he a Dodger announcer now? Dude, the Dodgers have like 18 Dodger announcers, like color commentators. Right? Yeah. They got a ton of them, man. Wow. That's I don't know. I have no idea why. Yeah. yeah. Fucking crazy. Anyway. Hey, you want to mention Dan Williams? Dan Williams is the guy again to help you basically get out of your financial debt. Right now, if you're one of those people that are struggling, there's so many of you out there, man. I I, I do not envy what you're going through. I think we've all been there before. Just been there before. I've been there before where you realize, man, I'm, I'm playing catch up on these uh, credit cards. And at the time, you don't, for me, at least when I was younger, I did not understand how the credit card game yep. worked. And man, I bought, God, man, I bought my wife's engagement ring on a credit card. Brutal, with right? With an interest rate of like 22.3%. It took forever to pay that damn thing off. And you feel like you're getting nowhere and you're going, what am I doing? Look, talk to Dan Williams. We've all been there before. But if you know, you're in that situation, if you're a younger person, especially if you're an older person, we should be thinking about your retirement and how much longer you're going to work and what you're doing with your savings. Dan's your guy, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Don't forget about the Savology free app. Normally $100, it's a free service. Retirement savings is a way to make your life easier. Please make that call to Dan. Talk to Dan today. Dude's a great guy. Uh, called him. Had an interesting situation, Dave. Yeah. Got an email from uh, the local Hyundai dealership. Yep. They said, we want to buy your car back yeah. and we'll put you in a new car for a similar payment. So doing it? I, I don't know. I talked to Dan about it. We kind of had, gave me some really, really good advice. Said, well, check this, check this, and check this, and then you'll have a much better idea if it makes sense. And it yep. was really, really good. And and like I said, Dave just mentioned it. I, I said it earlier. I'm taking my kids in July and uh, we're going to fly up to San Francisco, 4th of July weekend. We're going to see 
Uh, the A's and White Sox. I cannot get away from that team. It's funny. I couldn't get away from the Cubs last year. Yeah, we're seeing A's and White Sox. Well, I'm going to see the A's and Tigers. Jealous? Not really. <laughs> Nobody's jealous. Um, A's, White Sox on Sunday. Then we're seeing Giants, Mariners on Monday. Okay. Flying back here 4th of July. Booking plane tickets, but Dave just mentioned it. The only way I'm booking that flight is if financially I can do it, meaning the car payment, insurance, everything else, medical payments are still going on, right? Yeah. All these different things. Am I current with everything? If I made it today. And the other thing that I did today, it's always what we talk about. Borrow smart, repay smart. You still have to do tickets. You still have to do a hotel. You have to do a variety of different things, but you borrow smart. Yeah. Repay smart. I've got a couple of months. I didn't just go crazy and start doing a bunch of different things. And it's those theories. I'll pay that off. Then I'll take a look at it. Maybe it's the hotel. But the other thing that I do, Dave, is use the credit card where I get travel points. Yeah. Because I think it cost me six thirty for three round trip plane tickets to the bay. Use that credit card, pay it off. Now those points go in and I can use that towards my hotel room. Yeah. So all of those different things factored. Now, of course, it's great when we're able to use it for getting away with my boys, going to watch baseball, doing everything else. It's way more important when you're trying to buy a house or you're trying to buy a car and all of those different things. And that's why Dan's such a valuable resource. Give him a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. 858-688-6813. Brian Curry's you want to talk to when it comes to buying or selling a home. Right now, if you want to get the most for your home, Brian Curry's the person you want to talk to. If you want to stay in San Diego County, again, he's more familiar with what's going on in the county than anyone else. Talk to Brian. I saw someone say today, hey, that's it. I'm done with California. I'm getting out. I'm getting the most hey, for my get home. Get the fuck out of here. And I'm getting out. Dude, that's funny you say that. I feel exactly the same way. I'm so You couldn't fucking hack it. Yeah, <laughs> You know, because everyone knows this is fucking paradise. You could have fucking hack it here. Yeah, where are you going to go? Shake your ass to some town that we never heard of and I go, where's that? Oh, just outside Dallas. Everything's right just outside Dallas. Fuck off. Fuck off. We don't need you. Bye. We won't miss you, fucker. Out you go. One less car in traffic, asshole. Yeah, have fun. Get yourself a big 10-gallon hat and a fucking Trace Atkins CD. Dipshit. Fucking asshole. Get your fucking little canister of red man. Guess what, man? You got to spit every two seconds with that shit in your mouth. Hey, you know what? Let's go online before you leave, and we'll buy a big goddamn set of bullhorns for your bullshit car. Exactly. Put on your Prius. Dipshit. So if you want to call Brian Curry and get the fuck out of here, here's the number. 619-251-1588. Brian will help you 619-251-1588. <laughs> you ever hear a commercial like that? <laughs> Why are we so Hey, bad? Brian. It's Jim. I want to get the fuck out of here. Hey, I'm thinking about moving to Texas. Is that right, Jim? Oh, is that right? Can't hack it? What? I just want to be closer to my mother-in-law. Of course you do. You know what, Jim? We're going to pack you up. We're going to get you the fuck out of here. We're going to get you a Trace Atkins CD. What? We're going to get you a big set put of... some Longhorns right in front of the Chrysler of yours, you piece of shit. I drive a Prius. <laughs> I'm sorry, a Prius. You got that, uh, Boss Hog? Get the fuck out of here. Get the 
fuck out of here. What did we say his name was, Tim? Uh, Brad, I've never been yelled at like this. You should have been. You've been tougher. Maybe I would have been. Well, too late now, bitch. You're out. Um, but even if you're a, a punk like Jim and you can't cut it in this town, guess what? Brian Curry's going to treat you with respect. Yes. Just like me and Dave do. That's exactly right. Uh, so much going on in the market, man. The other thing that we don't pay attention to, we talked about it, interest rates, right? We're, yeah. we're uh, talking about it with Dan today. And a couple of years back, man, during COVID, God, houses were two, two and a half. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's anywhere, five, six. That makes a big difference. It makes a big difference in your monthly payment, everything you're doing, what can you afford? And the good news is when you have Brian Curry on your side, he's going to make sure that the house you get into is going to be your house in five years and 10 years exactly. and 20 years. Make sure it's the right home for you. And as soon as you get that key to this day, Dave, and I, I wonder if you feel the same last night, it's late yeah. and um, I'm bringing Jack back. We've had a great day. And even though I don't live there, my name's still on the deed of my condo yeah. in La Mesa. And you put that key in the door, man. Every time you put the key in the door here, you come in, it's like, dude, that's pretty cool. It's a different feeling than maybe it was with your apartment or, or different places you've rented. When you put the key into your own house, it's a pretty special feeling. Key in the uh, door at your own house. And Brian Curry can help you experience that. Give him a call. Tell him David Jeff sent you. Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Man, the weather's super nice, man. I tell you right now, if you have not called Alan Taylor and you've thought about getting a pool, right now is around the time we tell you, you're going to say, man, I wish I would have called Alan Taylor yeah. sooner. You yeah. should have called really? him sooner. Look, it's not too late. Let's get on that calendar. Ask about available financing. The pool of your dreams is right here at the end of this phone number. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I tell you what. I tell you what. You know, this weekend, I was really, really focused, as I often am. Yeah. On what I can do to make this community a better place. <laughs> Good. What do you mean by that? And And I was determined. Yeah. And then what did we do the last time out when we were here? Remember Wednesday night who our celebrity pool was? The Lisa Ann. The Lisa Ann pool. Holy fuck balls, man. Do you see her this weekend? God right? dang it. You feel like, my, God damn, my hands are sweating. <laughs> uh, by the way, happy birthday to our beloved friend. Tomorrow's her Tomorrow's birthday. Tomorrow's her birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Lisa. But yeah, as soon as we made her, well, I did. You resisted. Uh, as soon as I made her the celebrity pull of the week. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. She celebrated in Vegas. Yeah. Looking as only she can look. But guess what, Dave? Give her another <laughs> Twinkie's brother. <laughs> One more round. <laughs> celebrity pool. Amy's like, we change it up. We don't change it up. On her birthday, Amy? You want me to pull the plug? Who do you want me to make it? I'm not interested. One more round. One more round. For the Lisa Ann Celebrity Pool of the Week. First nine people, cash only. Yeah. Can you imagine the pool parties you'd have? Yeah. Shit, she may show up. Exactly. Every time I turned around, she was at another pool bouncing around. Like the Easter Bunny. Just yeah. having fun. Delivering smiles all over Vegas. Holy cannoli. She was awesome. 
So, yeah, call Amy and uh, Alan. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. There you go. Kyle Fluker's the guy you want to talk to when it comes to websites. Again, he can repair and he can build you brand new ones. Does a great job. So many people need help with these websites. We tell you all the time. It's been a key for our success. Kyle Fluker's your guy. 619-500-6621. Uh, bought tickets uh, over the weekend. Going to what? see the Cubs and Reds. Because I'll be in Chicago you going to Wrigley? Yeah, I'm going oh, to Wrigley. Dude. That's funny. I saw the Cubs and Reds last year. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Uh, I'll be Two there. Two of the worst teams I've ever seen. I know, but you're But this Wrigley. year, it's different. The Cubs are a better team. Yeah. Sad Air Cosmer when you see him. Ask him why the fuck he blocked me. God. What a player. I wonder if he blocked me. Hang on. <laughs> Remember last he year, he did not block you. No, he hasn't. I don't think he has. Let me see. And you know what I'm going to do? Huh. Just to get under the skin of those two little... No, he didn't good. block. I can't believe he didn't block you. And guess what? Well, it's weird that he hasn't updated his photo. He's still got the Red Sox hat on. Dipshit. But starting tonight, lazy. Starting tonight, I'm following him. Okay. Yeah. Follow him. So see, see if he blocks you once you follow him. Yeah, he hasn't been active on Twitter since January 29th. I can see that because I'm not blocked. I <laughs> uh, can't see him. Is Lauren are, Lauren Erica blocked? Like with me? By us? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, those two, I mean, they kind of overstepped their boundaries a few times, so I can't blame does. them. Uh, I don't remember saying jack shit, but I think I said something that upset them, obviously. Yeah. Got sick of it. Got sick of your mouth running. Okay, let's see. Now that you're following him, I want to see if he blocks you. Yeah, probably will. I hope so. Um. So, but... But yeah, we're good. So uh, yeah, Flugs, I just bought something. What was it? I just bought. I had to get something. I can't remember what, but I had to get something for the house. Yeah. And and so much, like I said, we went to the Irvine Spectrum yesterday. Okay. And Jack and I did after the Angel game. And Dave, I'm telling it's you. It's hard to find parking. At the Spectrum? Yeah. I didn't have any problem. We parked in that garage right by the Target. I always have a hard time. I'd never been there. Okay. There's something pretty fun about walking old school, just cruising around. You never been there before? Had never been in there. Had a great time. Okay. And uh got dinner. My son rode the I saw that the shit. Ferris wheel. He, it, why didn't you go, pussy? hundred percent. No, he's circling around. Yeah. I'm yelling to him, You crying? Like, no. Jesus Christ. Are you scared? Was, no. And they, they do like they always do with the Ferris wheel, where it clicks like two. Yeah. So he's right there. He's about eight feet off the ground, just hanging out. I could do right there. I'd be like ringing the emergency bell on the bus. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. He's like, emergency bell? There isn't one. I'd be like, I'd just be climbing over like Bruce Willis, Tom Cruise, and Ghost Protocol. I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm three feet off the ground. Too high for me. I can't stand heights. How much did they charge? Eight bucks. Is that right? Hit a blast. Yeah. But, dude, we had so much fun. Good. I, I just tell you, man, I'm so incredibly fortunate. We were, we were did going. Did you see boats or no? No. Okay. I paid five bucks to get in. That's crazy. How much was parking? 20. Parking was more expensive than your ticket. Yeah. Okay. But then a couple of people reached out and were like, how, you know, where do you find the tickets? And then somebody jumps in like everybody loves to do. Messages directed to me, but I'm not capable of fucking answering a question. So jumpy jumps in. Oh, here you go. Angels.com. Wrong. 
Wrong. Dipshit. Angels.com, you're going to pay full price. Yeah. Go to Vivid Seats. I just did it again because uh, we're going to the Twins Angels in two weeks. Okay. And I think their mom's coming with. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you want to go? I'm like, uh, for her, I told her four bucks in the door. The, who's selling those tickets for four bucks a pop? It's not going to pay for Otani. And you can go middle of the week for like $3 a ticket. Jesus. What the fuck's going on in Anaheim? I know. So fun. Dude, yeah. we had a blast. Yeah. Rendon hits a home run. We're like, here we go. Here we go, Angels. Three nothing. Next thing you know, it's seven to three. Dude, that was crazy. I was watching that shit. Yeah. That but, was crazy. But I will say this. Dave, we talked about it last week. When you go, and yeah. we sat up high. And the great thing about that game yesterday yeah. was Little League Day. Okay. So it's nothing but families, coaches, and players. Everybody's in their uniform. They're in their hat. Yeah. Dave, you remember, because you coach Little League. When yes. you take those guys out, what do they want to do? They want to kill a snow cone, right? Hot yeah. dogs. They're eating cotton candy. Everybody's just having a blast. Yeah. So much fun. Uh, unfortunately, the Angels got pounded like 16 to 7. Um, but then we came out. We hit the spectrum. And you know, my sons are sophomores, graduate in three or uh, graduate. not graduate. Promoted to the next grade. Yeah, in three weeks. Yeah. And my buddy, uh, my son, Cade, Saturday night gets sick as a dog. Jesus, what's up with this kid? I know. Too much of a champion, I guess. Jesus. And so he said, he goes, hey, Dad, I know we got tickets for tomorrow. He goes, man, I feel terrible. He goes, headache, stuffed up nose, fever, he's throwing up. And he goes, uh, I probably should just lay low. I don't want to wreck the day for you guys. I go, dude, I literally put out five bucks for your ticket. Yeah. Like, we're cool. And uh, so it ended up just being me and Jack for Sunday. But Kate and I had hung out Friday night. Jack and I, Jack, Kate and I had hung out Saturday. Dude, there's absolutely nothing better as a parent than I bring him home at uh, whatever time we got back, 10 o'clock last night. First thing he says, Dad, that's great. We're hanging out Tuesday night, right? And I said, yeah. Cool. And I go, dude, we're hanging out Tuesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, and into the weekend. And it's just awesome. Good. So, yeah, for, for parents that want to go, Jimmy Bettencourt owes this money. Yeah, of course. Who who? Who he just steals our list? ideas, never credits us. Ah, oh, great to be up here seeing the Angel game. Yeah, where'd you get that idea? Huh? Huh? Flatfoot? Stop meeting your quota long enough. Go up there. Tell your punk kid, I hate the Dallas Stars. I'm glad they're losing. <laughs> um, but no, Jimmy Bencourt, Alex figured it out. <laughs> your punk kid. I love Alex. Uh, but you can go up there. Yeah. And dude, it's really a good time. Angel you games notice, are fun. Do you notice on the scoreboard what they put for uh, Jonah Heim, the catcher? Dude, that was the funniest. The guys <laughs> who do it in San Diego, Clayton Kershaw aside, yeah. the guys who do it for San Diego are so goddamn good. Yeah. Uh, Jeff and and you know that, you know Jeff down yeah. there. Dude, they are so good in San Diego. That goddamn yeah. Jonah Heim, if you didn't see it, uh, Jonah Heim is the catcher for the Rangers. For the Rangers. And they said has a daughter, missed the opportunity to name her Anna. Yeah. And the whole stadium just went fucking crazy. Oh, that's dude. cool. Stadium went crazy. How funny that was. That was good. Simple line, but yeah. Cash in when you can. There you go. 
Hey, want to mention tomorrow is May 9th. A couple things. As we mentioned, Lisa Ann's birthday, Tony yep. Gwynn's birthday tomorrow. Nice. It's also National Fentanyl Day. Okay. No oh, awareness. Fuck. So you want to you wanna, uh, pay attention to this. Um, my wife and I tomorrow, we're working a, a deal with Catherine Garcia for NBC. Going oh, up dude, to Carl's bed. We'll be in your neck of the woods. Jesus. I hate that mm-hmm. phrase. Nice. Uh, we'll be in Carlsbad tomorrow, uh, but National Fentanyl Day. And so parents, which I'm glad, are bringing their kids out. Oh, good. To get a chance to Where is uh, it at, Dave? Share. I think it's at the library. Okay. and uh, But it's at 530 tomorrow or, or on Tuesday. But anyway, it's one of those things where I Dude, get I'll a, go over there. It's right when I get out. And so, yeah, we'll get a chance to speak a lot. And and you the should. thing is, though, we speak a lot of times and I always go, man, if there aren't kids here, then I feel like I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yep. And so, but I'm, I'm glad that this is an opportunity. Catherine Garcia reached out to us, said, hey, we want you to be part of this. And so it's, it's one of those things. We're happy to do it. Um, but tomorrow is National Fentanyl Day. It has its own day. It's a sad, sad story. Brutal, but, man, man, it is in everything now. You have to literally assume and tell your kids. It's in fucking everything. Yeah. Don't let anybody give you anything. Tell your kids. Don't take anything. Right. So, uh, again, it has its own day. But May 9th is a big day in San Diego because you're going to hear 100 times tomorrow. It's Tony Gwynn's birthday. And we're all always sad that Tony Gwynn's no longer with us. Of but, course. But May 9th is a big day in this town. Uh, tweet that out tomorrow yeah. where people are because we have a lot of people in North County. And, absolutely. Uh, I'll be out there. Ab- ab- absolutely. You know, speaking of, the, speaking of that, this is not to toot my own horn because this is a double-edged sword for me. It's uh, – let me find this on my phone. Um Oh, shoot, here it's May, uh, and I do want to say, so I, I, I received an award, but it's, it's oh, one nice. of those, I would have never received this award if Jake didn't die, which uh. saddens me, but it's um, the U.S. Attorney's Office gave me an award, Excellence in Pursuit of Justice Award from the U.S. Attorney's Dude, Office. that's fantastic, Dave. For, uh, for everything doing in the community. Dude, that's fantastic. Which was very nice. At the same time, though, I think about it. Man, I got if, it. If Jake was around, I should never be receiving this award. I got it, but you're trying, you're doing a great thing. So that uh, other families don't deal with what you read a exactly that's Josh what we're trying with to do. every day. It's so Rita and I were just talking about this last night. That's we were amazing. both saying it's, how it's, hard this it takes so much out of us every time we have to tell Jake's story. But you know, hopefully it it's saving other people's well, lives. Well, I think what you just said though is that people are noticing what you're doing. I, I appreciate so that. that. Uh, what happens with that? Um, it's a ceremony. Where, when? Uh, it's on the 18th. It's, it's of May. Of May. And it's not it's not one where people are invited, but uh, I do appreciate the U.S. Attorney's Office for um, obviously recommending that. Incredibly nice, it's very nice. Congratulations! It's yeah, like nice. you said, terrible circumstance, but continuing your effort to warn other families exactly. and make them aware so they don't go through it should be recognized. You know what? It's I tell you what I, you know because I obviously coach high school sports. You have mm-hmm. kids in high school sports. I get a chance to talk to different schools and and groups like the library tomorrow up in Carlsbad. Honestly, God, I would do this. If you hear this show, and, and I would literally talk to any high school, any yeah. middle school, anything. Just to ask. Be at Helix. Them. If they asked, I would do it in a second. All right. That's what I'm saying. I haven't even yeah. done it at Benita Vista. I've done it to my baseball team, but I've never done it to there. But I would literally do this nonstop. Dude, I'm going to make it happen at Helix. And so 100%, I would share Love that those story to, to those kids. All right. You know, it's funny. We had a senior day today for baseball. Oh, man. And you're saying goodbye to all these guys. Man, it's, it gets emotional. Uh, absolutely. You know? It does. It gets emotional. You're going to have had these kids since they were 14 and you're saying goodbye. Today in our game. I love to win. Okay, I mean I'm yeah. very competitive, but dude, today's game wasn't about winning, dude. I was really impressed by the way we did it today, where I was able to call. And I told the coach I had a time in Montgomery because I was yeah. like, dude, this is gonna. Normally, when you make a substitution, you just go to the umpire and go 15 for 10, right? And it just it just happens. 
and he let me with the PA announcer stop the game every time. And Dude, take that's every great. kid, all nine kids. Who was the coach who did it? Manny Hermosy was a Hall of Famer, uh, Hall of Fame, 40 years at Montgomery. I told him at a time, dude, when I make my changes, it's going to take a second. And every kid's the new, the old, the new kid will replace the old kid. Yeah. And oh, so every, cool. at nine seniors, every senior got their own ovation from the crowd. Yeah, that's it, was, great. it was cool. We lost the fucking game, but it didn't matter. It wasn't about wins and losses today, but it was, it was sad. Man. But I, I, uh, I appreciate yeah. Manny. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, uh, did not he gets go. it. Yeah, hey, dickhead, what are you doing? This game's Yeah, hey, let's forever. get moving, all right? Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that's why we have a ceremony at the end of the year. <laughs> it's on your time, asshole. No, he wasn't like that at all. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going May 8th first. I got one May 9th because it's a big name. Okay. May 8th, no longer with us. It's Don Rickles. What do you think of him? I love Don Rickles. I don't think it worked today, but I love no. Don Rickles. Dude, I love He was always he, one of my favorites. I love when he came out to the bullfighter song. Like, what? <laughs> uh, Don Rickles. And Don Rickles is one of those guys who was always afraid to die. He always said he's really? afraid people would forget, forget who he was. That's what he told Jimmy Kimmel. Like, he'd cry about it. Wow. 94. Okay, so well, let's do the math. It should be simple. I'm thinking he's 97. So he was born in 1926. Uh, well, he'd be, yeah. Yeah, 97. Do you know he died in 2017? It seems like it was shorter than that. Is that right? Yeah. That didn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say $14 million. $30 million. Wow. Enrique Iglesias. Enrique Iglesias. 46. 48. 48. Pretty good, dude. I don't think you'd get closer. Um. Dude, he's an international guy, right? Because yep. it's it's one of those things where you go, ah, has he had a hit record in the States for a while? I'm going to say $60 million. This is $100 million. Wow, nice. This one surprised me. Not her age, but the amount of money. It's Melissa Gilbert, half pint. <laughs> uh, 57. 59. 59. Okay, the surprised me. I'll say. In a, uh, bad, in a bad way. Uh, $2 million? One million dollars. Wow. How can that be? She's got to be worth more than that. One million. What yeah. the hell? All right. Last one. This is May 9th, but it's a big name. Billy Joel. Dude. Take your skin cooker wife and get the fuck out of fuck here. Out of here. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to say Billy Joel is 77. 74. 74. Dude, I'm going to say 200 million. Too close. $225 million. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, Billy Joe, if you had a chance to see Billy Joel, would you go see Billy yeah, Joel? Yeah, now I would. I would I, Dude, I've loved him when he's on Stern Show. He's pretty cool, yeah. man. I like the years fact ago, that him and Stern have become super close friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's great. And uh, yeah, probably 20 years ago, no. Yeah. But now you're like, dude, he's, he's really cool. I agree with you. All right, five random questions. Okay. When you were a student, how much time would you spend studying for a big test? Uh, less than 20 minutes. Would you? Yeah, terrible. <laughs> Did you know at the time that you were half-assing it? 100%. That's how I ended up in a Chinese cooking class and a woodshop class. 100%. All right. Dude, oceanography tuned right out. (laughs) Jerry Trust, complete dipshit. I could not give less of a fuck about the world of the barnacle. Fuck off. What? Let's let's move on from there. Then uh, English, I paid attention it was fine. Still got no grade. Uh, <laughs> geometry. 
most boring subject ever. Yeah. James Ringstrom, I know he's 80. Just a dick. Just the most worthless fuck ever to walk the planet was that fucking guy. Because I had other teachers yeah. that were cool and got involved. Now, half of them got busted for oh, banging Jesus. 16-year-old chicks. But, I mean, when you remember the teachers that made zero impact on your life, Jerry Trust, yeah, zero impact. I always love how you know their first names. Yeah. Tanya O'Donnell. There's never a Mr. or Mrs. It's always you know their first names. Uh, they don't names. deserve that. That's their parents. Tanya O'Donnell, ninth grade English teacher, just yeah. miserable human being. Uh, James Ringstrom. Fuck off. Yeah. Now, by the same regard, I had a bunch of teachers that were great. Yeah. Um, Lonnie Madrid was fucking. <laughs> How the fuck do you know their first name? Dude, they were great. Lonnie Madrid, I had for, dude, he looked like, he looked like he just walked out of a movie. Okay. Dude, he was great. Uh, Steve Armstrong, awesome. Danny Field, fucking great. Our photography teacher, Mr. Bonifu. Yeah. Was a really, really kind of a little different. Yeah. But a really good dude. Um, Judy Henry, yeah. English teacher, was goddamn great. Yeah. Dude, we had this guy, Mike Beckman. I had Mr. Beckman was, I told you this guy. Mr. Beckman was like an economics teacher. And and across the hall was like a science teacher, Mr. Blummer. Okay. So Blummer would be in talking to Beckman every <laughs> morning. I've told you this. And he'd walk out, the bell would ring. And as soon as Blummer was getting, this would be you and me every day. And Stewie Blummer was like, his wife worked there. And nicest guy going. And every time as he got close to the door, Beckman would yell, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. <laughs> and I would fucking laugh every day. All my friends are like talking, right? They're fucking around. And, dude, it happened. We had block schedules. So you'd been there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then next yeah. week, Tuesday, Thursday. And I was, like, way in the back of the class. And, dude, I would just eye contact Beckman every day. And and he just fucking, Stewie Blummer paid zero attention to me laughing or, but, yeah, I mean, dude, there are a bunch of teachers. Yeah. Uh, Jim Fosnott, fucking worthless counselor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sal Ramirez, principal, worthless. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were a lot of people. Hopefully, Sandy Gee is not any better today because we tried to build a whole fucking radio studio for him. And iHeart, I, somehow I had iHeart was ready yeah, to donate all this. of the equipment and we we're going to build it. And I had everybody, Rickards, Chainsaw, Jagger, Christie, ready to go. And, uh, and Sandy Gee fucked it up. So, shocking I don't get invited. Somebody said to me... Hey, I wonder if we'll ever get in the San Diego Hall of Fame. <laughs> I go, no, we won't. My 1.9 GPA, I don't think so. Probably not getting in. Hey, I want to mention, I almost forgot. Did I want to mention Sean? Sean and uh, Sean and his wife and his baby came to say hi to us the other day at the game. Sean Walchef? No. Oh, Sean. Yeah, the other night. Dude, that was great. Yes. That was great. 
Absolutely. Yes. That was that was really cool. And so again, that. and I think he was a little bit nervous to interrupt us watching the game. Oh, never. But we've said this before. Never. If we're ever out and you want to say hello, please, oh my God. please go ahead so and do nice. it. And his wife was great, beautiful baby. Absolutely. Yes, Su- super thank cool. Thank you for bringing that up because yeah. I would have forgotten. Yeah, Sean, it was great to see him. Glad you came up. Absolutely. And thank you very much to your wife for being so incredibly patient and so incredibly nice while you listened to this. Stupid. <laughs> stupid show. <laughs> stupid shit. So, so sorry. Trying to sell goddamn houses and stuff. Moving yeah, people to go, Texas. Get out. <laughs> Move. All right, here we go. Do all of your friends have one quality in common? Oh, yeah. 100%. I am so incredibly lucky that the friends that I have are as loyal as it gets. Yeah. And that means a lot to That's me. Cool. You know that. Yeah. Dude, I am incredibly spoiled. And, I mean, it, it could be, dude, I had the funniest conversation all day yesterday with my buddies Tommy, Dane, Darren, Dave. Right? Dane Bora, Darren Bora, Dave Bay, the DB yeah. triplets, all three Dodger fans. Oh, that's funny. And I'm just talking shit all day, swinging the drive. I'm like, oh, fuck. And now I'm getting killed, right? Yeah. But uh, Dane and Darren are Ducks season ticket holders. Rough day for the Ducks today. Second time. Of course. 2005, they thought they were getting Sidney Crosby. Didn't happen. They get uh, Bobby Ryan. Oops. And today, oh, man, it came down. It was either them or Chicago to get Connor Bedard. Yep. And the Ducks get pick number two. Um, But, so Dave Bay and I are Kings fans. Dane and Darren are Ducks fans. So that... That loop goes nonstop. <laughs> but we, I love my buddy Tommy Gallo. Uh, cheered for the Padres. He fucking jinxed it. Yeah. Cheered for the Kings. Fucking jinxed it. I think Tommy is currently 0 for his last 11. So on this group text, I'm just like, dude, if Otani signs with the Dodgers, because he had his Padres shit yeah. on all weekend, I'm like, Otani signs I'm with the Dodgers. I'm buying you home in road jerseys. Yeah. Tommy's like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll wear them. And they're like, fuck you, you can't wear them. Um, but then, dude, just new friends that we have, people that we met through here, yep. Laura and Erica, you know, we're just incredibly fortunate. What about for you? Yeah, I would. I would say the same thing. I say uh, all my friends, I think, are, are they show compassion or, and a sense yeah. of humor. I think they're, uh, they're all right there in the same boat. It's weird. I lost a friend on Friday. Someone that I thought was like in my circle of friends. Yeah. And then stabbed me in the back on Friday and then it bummed me out, man. Like, like a lost sleep over it. Like really, it's one of the things that bothers me most about myself when I think I read people correctly because I'm, yeah. I think I am kind of drawn in, you know, for you, yeah. to be, for you to be like in the circle and then to sit there and cross the line and go, man, I'm, I'm more disappointed in myself for not seeing it. Yeah. And then when people say, dude, I fucking told you. When people say, I told you five years ago about this person, watch out. And then sure was enough. Was it Mike? And so well, it was Costa. No, it was not Mike. <laughs> it wasn't. But yeah, it was somebody you, yeah, that you, you that uh, not a public figure. I don't want to mention their name. But right. yeah, I was uh, I was I was extremely disappointed. Like, yeah, it bothered me a lot the last few days. Um, here you go. Which social media site takes you down the worst rabbit hole as far as losing time? YouTube. It's fucking great. Dude, it's YouTube crazy. is great. I agree um, with the YouTube one. Twitter, I'm, I'm pretty much in and out pretty quick. Do you get the notification on your phone telling you how nope. much time you spent on... Oh, uh, yeah. Like, my phone the other day said, hey, congratulations, you were down 17% last week. And it still said I spent seven hours and 50 minutes on my phone last week. But, I mean... Per day. Oh, per day? I'm like, I don't think I'm awake Dude, that there's much. there's no way. 
Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking there's, there's no, no way, right? No. What the fuck? That's a lot. And it said I was down 17%. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm on it because I'm texting with my kids. Yeah. Dude, how many different group chats do you have? I'll be honest with you. I'm only in two of them. But three of them. Really? I'm in three. I'm in one with our our fantasy football team, which I can't even keep up. Dude, so great. Um, The one with you, Erica, Laura. That's another great one. And then I'm in one with uh, Josh and Mario, who I do the Bolt City podcast yeah. with. That's it. But I mean, those are great. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm circling back to what you said. I, I think you're in the same way. Like, I'm, we're, we're really, really lucky to have the people in our lives that we do. I don't take any yeah. of that for granted. It was really cool because I always tell you at the end, like, it was really, you know, yesterday I'm just sitting there and, and I'm at the big A and, we're, dude, we're in $5 seats. We're way yeah. down by the foul pole. We're just jacking and just having a blast, man. And uh, so I just took a picture and I sent it out. I was like, hey, man, this is great. Enjoy your day. And, and I was saying, make sure to check in on a friend. And a friend of mine, Wendy Bedetti, who I've known since 10th grade, yeah, sends me a message. And she said, hey, she used to live right there. She used to live in Orange County and then moved back home. Uh, with her husband, Rob. And she said, hey, I saw that. And she goes, every time you post that, I go through my phone. Cool. I find somebody different that I haven't connected with. And I send them a text. And she said, I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. And I said, you know, what I get out of that is that I said, I think it made your day. And knowing her and what a great family she has. I just know that if I'm sitting there like that. Yeah. You get a random message. I'm like, dude, that kind of stuff recharges your battery. Yeah. That's why we always say it. That's like, cool. check in. So, no, we're pretty fortunate to be where we are. Okay. As a creature of habit, are you more disappointed that the newspaper or the radio are becoming irrelevant? Dude, I, I was so fired up to have the newspaper delivered every day. And yeah. now I find out, unfortunately, that it ends up being a stack of about six of them. Yeah. Fire hazard. Yeah. I mean, I... I try to grab the sports page every morning because, I mean, it was pretty cool. Mark Ziegler wrote a story the other day. We'll talk about Wednesday night when we come down. It looks like MLS is coming to San Diego. Yeah. And they're going to play at Snapdragon. I mean, dude, it's something we've heard, all of you have yeah, heard of for 30 years. And I think, Dave, for you and I, it's always been like, oh, that's kind of cool. But I have a son who's into MLS. Yeah. Good. And so I said to Cade, I go, something hey, man, I'm, I'm just telling you, if you're down, he goes, Dad, I'm down. Yeah. And I go, all right, well, it'll be your senior year. He's like, I don't care. Let's go. I'm in. Good. So I just, I love the idea of kind of jumping in ground floor. And and I don't know anything about that sport. I'm not going to claim like I do. But um, but I thought how Mark Ziegler broke that down was great. Yeah. And, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, local radio, I mean, you know, I mean, Charles Barkley says last night on a podcast, why would anybody listen to sports on the radio? It's what I have a TV for. Well, fuck, dude. I'm commuting 40 minutes each way, right? I want to hear uh, I want to hear the Maple Leafs game. I want to hear the Padre game. I want to hear different games going on. Like, games on the radio are still pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, radio is in our blood. So I hope it stays around forever. Do you think humans will ever live together in harmony? <laughs> Humans and aliens? That's it. Wait, which one bugs you more? Paper or radio? Um, 
the newspaper thing, honestly, I, I thought I thought years and years ago it was coming to an end. Just because, you know, when you think there's nothing in today's paper that happened today. Yeah. I think it's like, how long can this fucking last? Dude, I'll tell you the one that's dead. I don't know if people are following, but I follow TJ Simers yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Because I always had a good relationship with him yeah. when, when he was here. And, uh, and when he wrote for the LA Times. And, God, I hadn't talked to TJ in 10 years. Yeah. I got a message that he was following me, and I followed him back. And he writes a, uh, really, really good. And I don't know, I, probably for a lot of you, you don't give a shit. But, Dave, there was a time at my house where I got the L.A. Times, the L.A. Herald Examiner, yeah. the Union Tribune, the National, right? Like, I'd get all of them. It was good. And he said the L.A. Times has gotten so bad that they have now declared that the cutoff for tomorrow's paper is going to be 6 p.m. Well, that's ridiculous. That's what TJ wrote. Yeah, that's crazy. So if you get a paper tomorrow yeah. in L.A., you're not going to have a game story about uh, the Dodger-Brewers game. Yeah. The paper that you get on your doorstep tomorrow would be Padres, Padres-Dodgers yeah. from last night. That's crazy. And, I mean, it's dude, that paper yeah. used to be... Unbelievable. So credit to credit to the UT, man. I mean, Bryce wrote really, really good stuff about, man, I love horse racing. I worked at the track forever. Dude, you had seven different horses die last exactly. week, the week of the Derby. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what the future is for that. And just Jeff Sanders and Kevin on, uh, on the Padres. Mark's doing a great job. You know, that MLS story, I really enjoyed reading and, and then they pull different things in. And so I think Jay had really done a good job of rebuilding that sports page. Yeah. And whoever took over once Jay retired's done a done a solid job. But um yeah, I mean there's yeah. a lot of bad radio right now. And yeah. it's, I don't want that to come off bitter because again, Jeff and I have not pursued a radio job since we left. But there's a lot of bad radio. And, I, and look, here's and this sounds obviously look, this is not a shot. I'm telling you, as a person who likes to listen to sports radio, that yeah. 760 morning show is about as the say. worst one I've ever heard. It's, it's the drinking card. Like, hey, yeah. aren't we aren't we silly? Yeah. It's no, you're shitty. Bad. And the thing is, to that point, Dave, when we came in, when we came in, we were so fortunate that the guys who had been there before us, and some of them, their careers ran parallel with us. And other, and I'm talking about guys that had yeah. been on the air in this market, 70s, 80s, 90s, like guys that had been there were so cool to us and kind of passed the torch. Yeah. That, dude, their shows right now, I don't hear John and Jim as much as I do or as much as I used to, but I did, I like those guys, yeah. man. I like the chemistry. I love the content of that. Tony and Chris have gotten really good. Like, I I mean those are and and I like Matt Scraby a lot too really good good kid like that shows a fun listen for me driving home yeah. right Darren and Marty have been friends forever hearing that coach that fucking show dude is just like that fucking show it's so, <laughs> it's so great but yeah man is somebody not only that worked at thirteen sixty but really. Lucky enough to be at KSDO, and then 760 when it was KFMB, man, that was a 
That's yeah. a big time station. I, I I don't know what the fuck that is it's in the bad. morning. I love Ben Fletcher. He's a really nice kid. Yes. But dude, get fucking Ornberg the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. And That's I don't know bad. the I don't, I don't know, know the other guy's other. name either. I don't know, man. I but it's like what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're back on uh Wednesday. Yeah, hey, one quick thing before we go. I meant to bring this up earlier. We lost a icon in this town the other day. Vita Blue. Vita Blue, we lost, and we lost Paul Bloom. That's right. Paul Bloom passed away. And and Paul was a guy I was talking about with Pete the other night at the game. I think Paul or Harold Green were the guys that Ron Burgundy was actually based on. Um, but Paul came up, and, man, in the old school days, we were talking about this. When I got here, it was Channel 8. Mike Tuck was the guy with Ted. Yeah. And then on Channel 10, Harold Green was there. And, Dave, you had a, you had to go looking for Channel 39, right? Maybe yeah. found it on, on cable, but you kind of had to find it. But Paul was there, and, and Paul started on 39 and then eventually ended up over at KUSI and then at Fox 5. And the thing that I thought was really cool in the tributes that I read about Paul was the staff at Fox 5 said when he was on the morning show, he was 100% up for anything and would do it with the best attitude. The Dancing Friday, they were like, Paul was in. The only time, I literally think I met him two or three times, never worked with him. I missed him at Kogo. I missed him at KSDO. But at, we were at Golden Hall. And Golden Hall, media-wise, used to be so much fun on election night because everybody was set up down there. There'd be a handful of radio stations. All the TV stations were down there. And we'd go and we'd set up, man, we'd be there from six o'clock to midnight waiting for results to come in. I remember I met him a couple of nights there working for KUSI. Dude, he could not have been a nicer guy really? and just was, I just said, hey, Paul, I grew up here. It's a pleasure. Dude, he's the kind of guy, Dave, he looked you in the eye, gave you a handshake, wanted to know your name, asked what you were doing that night at Golden Hall. And everything I read about him uh, kind of reminded me of that. So I can't claim that I knew him on the level of other guys that we've talked about yeah. recently. But for those of us that grew up in this town, he definitely made an impact. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he'll be missed. But but a guy that was definitely one of the major players for a long, long time. But at the end of the day, I loved that so many people said that Paul was just a really, really genuine nice. person and a really, really nice person. Yeah, so I didn't know. all the best to his friends and family. Absolutely. All right, so we'll be back on Wednesday, everybody. If we feel like it. Maybe. Maybe we'll go to Texas. Fuck off.
that guy with the attitude, he better go away. Positive video game, put a smile on my face. That stop sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laughed so hard, I 